Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. That's funny. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello and welcome. Hello. To episode 129 of the Worship one, Ministry Catalyst two, Podcast. Nine. And we are back with regularity this time. I mean, it hasn't fine. been like six months or five months like it was last time. That's right. That's right. And we've got a new plan. We're going to meet the first Thursday of every month. First Thursday of the month. Record a couple episodes. So yep. twice a month, you can expect to be hit up with a new episode of the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. And hey. Hey. If you thought we were bad, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great that's a great intro. Yeah. If you thought we were bad, just wait till you hear about. <laughs> that's no. Actually, the um, what is the deal? We set levels beforehand, and now as soon as we start talking, everything's like out of whack. What? We're peeking all over the place. But Ta- um, you remember way way back in the day, I was always talking about church tech talk. Yeah, that podcast. Yeah, I do. I was always ta- I was always listening to that podcast. Right, and they were like, you know, they were one of the kind of the inspirations for starting this podcast because yes. they had gone on, you know, like two or three years before yes. before us. Well, um, like two years ago, they just they stopped out of the blue. Oh. And so, but then just, just today, they just came out. With a new I guess it's been like two weeks. They, they had one last week or maybe a w- couple of weeks ago. And then like, and then they have, so they have two new episodes. Way to go. Yeah. And so they're back. So they took a two year hiatus and okay. then they came back. So that's not as bad as yeah. us. You know? yeah. So if you, if you used to listen to the church tech talk podcast, now you can go listen to it again. They're back on. And it's all the same guys. Same dudes, huh? Yeah. That's good. Did they give like any reason or? Uh, I haven't listened to the whole first episode yet, but they just said they've still been doing the same stuff and meeting every week. They just hadn't been hitting the record button. So now they're hitting the record <laughs> button. <laughs> that, that, seem, that seems kind of silly. Like, yeah. you know, if you're going to go to the work to get together and talk, just, uh, just hit record. Hit record. Hey, by the way, you should uh, get, give our info to start off with the episode. The um, Yeah, yeah. At the beginning instead of at the end, like we always right, forget. Right, yeah. yeah. So... You can find us online. Go to www.worshipministrycatalyst.com, facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. You can leave a voicemail at 360-818-4339. Nice. I think that's all of them. Good job. There's probably something else. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, unless we want to start like an Instagram feed. Instagram. You know, we what could, would we possibly? Pictures like, of us, sel- you know, selfies on the microphone. Selfie is like, just like the same selfie every yeah. day for like a year. You know, I was, I was reminded of this. Here, here's a little random kind of shows you how long we've been doing this. Um, I remember, I remember many, many years ago when we were still pretty early on. So, I mean, I, I want to say this was probably with babies. Our, Probably within our first, like, 15 episodes, maybe, uh-huh. you know? I mean, we'd have to go back and check the archives. But I remember 
we were sitting there talking, doing the podcast, and we were talking about social media, I think, and I don't know if that was the actual like topic or if it just weird. And I was talking about MySpace, and I, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know MySpace, and you're like, oh no, M- MySpace, you know that that like that's that's going. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean that's going? And you're like, and you go, yeah, Facebook's the new thing. And I go, what's Facebook? I'd never heard of it before, <laughs> you know, because this was back in like I want to say wow. two, I want to say 2009 or 2010 or something. Yeah, you know, what I mean, Facebook, you know, obviously was gaining po- popularity. But I was still on MySpace mm-hmm. at the time. Um, and then I resisted, remember for a long time, long I resisted time, Facebook, yeah. uh, you know, I, I wanted to, but I now wa- you're on there like solidly I'm, committed all the time. I am. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm on there in the sense that, um, so we've grown over the course of this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We, we're, <laughs> we're, we're working through personal things like, you know, Facebook, yes. uh, um, you know, uh, these Facebook problems. No, I mean, my, my, uh, biggest reason I think. I even said this in a podcast. We did a whole podcast on Facebook. My biggest reason was because I was recognizing so many people on my worship team were uh, using Facebook to communicate. Like I couldn't get them email, right? And even text messaging, you know, mm-hmm. was iffy. But I could get them on Facebook, you right. know. And now, what's ironic is like all the newer generation hate Facebook. Yeah, and so. So what's the new what's the new thing after Facebook? Well, I think I mean I think Twitter and Instagram are kind of I think Twitter's the the biggest of the others. Mm-hmm. But then um what's that that uh, little instant messaging thing? What Snapchat? Um, Snapchat. Yeah, that that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, that's and I think that's the other big one. It's just it's like they just basically don't want their parents involved <laughs> in the conversation. They're like, delete this after 10 seconds. Yeah. Go. Um, no, but anyway, just really interesting. Like I said, uh, I was reminded of how early on I didn't even know what Facebook was. I was still using MySpace. And yeah, now, I mean, I'm on, you know, like I said, I started Facebook because it was a way to communicate with my team. And now now I just use it to like, you know, put pictures or mm-hmm. all the normal, you know, Facebook stuff. And Are you on Twitter yet? No. See, now we got to get you on Twitter. Nah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to do Twitter. That's going to be the next phase of our yeah. conversations because we talked about getting you on Facebook for all those, those It's those true. Podcasts. For like five years, yes. right? For yeah. five years, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't need Facebook. <laughs> I don't need Facebook. So there's a chance that five years from now, I'll yeah. be like, okay, fine. I'll get on Twitter. Right. And then before you know it, I'm like tweeting everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hashtag sweet, you know? Um, <laughs> like hashtag, hashtag. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, who knows? We should start the hashtag, hashtag. I bet that's the thing. Oh, I bet that, oh like, yeah. Jimmy Fallon does the the hashtag, hashtag thing. Like two hashtags? Like no, hashtag then spelled out hashtag? Exactly. Does he really? Yeah. Yeah, he he's got a couple of uh, little skits or sketches on a uh, yeah hashtag Dang hashtag. It. Yeah, so right, I was thinking I had this cool original I know. idea. Yeah, and Jimmy Fallon beat you to the punch. There's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> nothing new. Anyway, but no, we're not here to talk about social media. Um, we're not. Oh <laughs> no, no, it's I kind mean, of is social media. Yeah, I, mean, I like guess part of it, kind podcast. of podcasting. It's new media, at least. It's new. Yeah, it's uh, it's some form of media. No, but our actual episode today, as interesting as social media is, and mm. that was just a freebie. That was a little tidbit. That's that, just the warm up. That was the warm up act, and again, that was just me thinking back to how far, how long we've been recording. The whole point of that was to show. We've been recording a long time because mm-hmm. when we first started, I I didn't know what Facebook was. I was still using MySpace. By the way, before we get into it, oh. I want to do one more shout out. Go. 
um, to the uh, the frequency dot fm podcast. Um, I don't know if you remember. Uh, we talked about Joe Brookhouse, and uh, he's a local guy, and he's kind of podcasting. He was doing some stuff with a different uh, podcaster blogger thing, okay. And then they kind of branched off and started their own deal. And so met with him like two weeks ago nice. and we got to catch up. And so if you're not listening to the frequency.fm podcast, make sure you go over there and subscribe and throw that in the, throw that in the jukebox. So what is the frequency FM podcast? So it's like they cover a lot, a lot, kind of a lot broader range um, than just music, but it's, it's still a lot of, you know, worship art kind of stuff. So they, they, they're trying to, to talk to a lot of artists outside of just music. Of course, they still talk to a lot of musicians and recording artists and stuff like that and do interviews and, and those kinds of things. And, um, but good guys, good content. So you want to head over there and check it out. Plus Joe might be doing our, uh, might be helping us revamp our intro. Thank you, Joe. He's got one of those, those cool voices where he can talk real low and deep. Oh, that's great. And make it sound like he's a professional announcer. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. Yeah, some people just got that kind of voice. Yeah, we got a, we got a guy at our church like that. He just has, a, um, he was sharing something the other day, uh, giving a testimony during during a service, and I remember sitting there thinking, man, because you know, just <laughs> as he's talking, I'm like, yeah. dude, I gotta get him to announce some, something. Yeah, it's not just frequency either. It's like there's like a timbre. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that kind of low, low exactly. Like, there's kind of like a lot of resonance down in that low range yeah. where like a lot of people can maybe talk down in that frequency. Right, but you got to have that oh, depth and richness that's And there. I'm like the opposite. I'm like nasally high, <laughs> kind of like, yeah, you but know. But it works well for us because we've sure. got different sounding voices. It's so, true because yeah. sometimes you listen to like a podcast, for mm-hmm. example, and you're like, I don't know who's who. Yeah. I've done that with commentaries. Sometimes I'll watch the audio commentaries on a movie I can't keep track. You know, I'm like, I don't even know who's talking anymore. Is this the director? Is this the producer? Is this the actor? Like on The Office, you know, they don't always have the the big name people on there doing the commentary. Yeah, they've got like like Kevin, you know, Brian, whatever his last name is. And Um, if they change their voice at all for the show, then they talk normal in the commentary. And it takes you a while to kind of track and figure out who's saying what. Who is it? So, yeah. So, for all of you listening, uh, be thankful that David and I have different <laughs> voices, so you can tell us apart. But, okay, so, but yep. what we are actually talking yes. about today is, is in-ear monitors. In-ear IEMs, monitors. Which I, I signed up to try to win a pair of, uh, have you heard of 1964 ears? Mm-mm. No. A company over in Portland that oh. does the molded. Oh man, the custom molds, yeah. those are spending. Yeah, they are, except they're way cheaper than a lot of the other companies and oh, they're cool. local. So if they don't work, it's not that big of a deal to, you know, kind of run back over there and get them fixed. Sure. But, um, I was thinking about that for a while, but now I have no money. So there's no chance that that's <laughs> no, going to happen. Like, well, so much for that dream. <laughs> but they were, they were doing a giveaway during Memorial week, Memorial week, day, weekend, week. And, Memorial um, Day week week. Yeah, <laughs> you can like custom design your in your monitors how they look and artwork and all that stuff. Oh man! But they have an eight driver. Are you kidding me? Monitor like yeah, eight drivers, eight drivers, and each ear, eight different wow. drivers. Wow! I mean, at at that point, I don't know. I've never tried, but at that point, I I, I dare say perhaps. Eight drivers is unnecessary. <laughs> um, I don't know if your ear can distinguish yeah. all the nuances between. Right. 
Right. I, I've been using a, a triple driver, three yeah. driver, and um, what what brand? Uh, uh, um, now, see, now you caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, um, I want to say what, what is it? Um, I'm trying to remember what it stands for. It's not Elite Core. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have to look it up. Sorry, come back to me later. <laughs> so, but we just um, we've talked. I think maybe mentioned the idea of in-ear monitors in the past, and you know we've had them at uh, churches I'd been at previously. Um, but both of us were kind of in the spot for the last year or so where we where neither of us had them, and kind of ironically, like literally the same week, we both ended up getting in-ear monitoring systems of different kinds. For, right for our worship bands. So um, while Kevin is looking up his, I'll just kind of tell you what we did. We we Here still had a we, yeah West Tone West exactly yeah uh, West yeah West Tone uh, UM three hundred in ear monitor. Mm-hmm. So is the UM thing that threw me off? Yeah 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 West Tone UM or Pro sorry Pro there's Pro ten Pro twenty Pro thirty and I got the Pro thirty kind which is the uh, the triple driver. Yeah, how do you um, like them? They're great, and my point is saying that yeah was with the um with the the we got a couple of dual dual drivers, and then we got the the triple driver, and I'm saying like like I can I can kind of hear the difference between the mm-hmm. the dual and the triple, but you know not a big enough difference where I would want eight drivers, yeah. you know? Yeah, I so I started out way you know way back up in Longview with the one driver, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't E something or other. Yeah, the E. Well, they were like the hundred dollar pair. Had one driver. They sounded really good. They sounded way better than sure what your any e- of the other yeah. in your stuff at the time. But then the next one had was a was the sure um five driver three or five driver. Whoa! And I like I could hear a difference right away. But then after that, I had to go back to my one driver. Oh, and I was like, wow. Yeah. I didn't real I don't remember these sounding this bad in yeah. comparison to what I was used to. The difference between what I know is between a single driver and a dual driver is huge. Um mm-hmm. but the difference between like a dual and a triple, for example, isn't as noticeable. Right. Um and you know what maybe, but maybe we, with the eight, like there's just a whole bunch of stuff we're missing and we never know it until we get the until, eight. And then we go back to yeah. So why don't you just explain just for people who may not know drivers what we're talking about with the ears? Why don't you explain what that Yeah, so um like your I don't even know if you know, iPhone headphones I think still just have one driver. Yeah. But like I, I mean so. basically like your one driver Headphones, just one little tiny speaker in there, and mm-hmm. every frequency comes through that one through speaker. Through that one, right. Um, and then when you start adding different drivers and they divide the frequency up, so it's like your old hi-fi systems, right? And like <laughs> way back in the day when you had the the five-driver um, speakers, do you remember those? No. <laughs> yeah, so like, well, there's some hidden sitting here that are three drivers. So like there's a tweeter, a mid-range, and a, and a woofer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, so there's a crossover built in that tells the the signal when it comes in which driver to go to. Which, and so yeah. whatever whatever frequency range it's in is going to go into that. So it just divides everything out. So every speaker is only handling a specific yeah. kind of frequency. And that speaker is designed to handle those frequencies as opposed to the big woofer handling the tweeter frequencies. Yeah, so like with the dual drivers, for example, all... All the low end stuff is in one mm-hmm. and then you know the other everything else goes into a, a, another speaker or yeah. driver and and what you know my point was you uh uh you you hear 
significantly that difference with that low end, you know, as opposed to just a single mm-hmm. driver. But eight drivers, I don't know, man. That's that's nuts. That's yeah, crazy. I, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. So anyway, yeah, as David said, we we both started, you know, using in ears in our churches, and um, not on purpose, fairly accidentally. Mm-hmm. And At it was the exact same time. It was crazy. <laughs> well, it was right around Easter. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. for for us, Easter was kind of the uh, the launching pad for that. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because for our church, all we've ever used is floor monitors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and that served us like that served us. Uh, but the, I think the biggest thing when you're talking floor monitors, you're talking wedges on the ground. Mm-hmm. You're you're also talking about a ton of stage volume. Mm-hmm. Anytime you have a speaker. Uh, on the ground, pointed up at your ear, like that's just more stage noise. Right, yeah, and you know, if you're in a really large church with a huge stage and a huge auditorium, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of stage noise isn't going to hurt you. And but separation between the front row and the exactly, stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have like twenty feet between, yeah. you know, if you have like a six foot elevated stage mm-hmm. and twenty feet b- between like the stage and the first row. Not no big, big deal. deal. So our church, I think our church, our stage is elevated about like a foot and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like 18 inches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, like just you take one step and you're mm-hmm. there. Um, and the the first row is typically about four to five feet away from the front of our stage. And we have a small room. Like, right. you know, we're, we're seating 325, 350 on average. You know, so we're not talking a big like thousand seat auditorium. Mm-hmm. So if you have five floor wedges, five speakers, monitors, well, and it's it's a it's a gym a, a gymatorium, <laughs> gymatorium sanctuarium. <laughs> we we have our worship in a sanctuarium. So it's got it's a, a ton of audio treatment in it, but it's still yeah, you, it's still a gym. You're still going to have stuff bounce around. Exactly, in there. It, it's a gym. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, you know, it, it's it was built to be a multi-purpose room, but you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is, right? Essentially, a gym, and so. Um, yeah, exactly. So point I'm making is, you know, larger auditoriums can probably get away with, with some floor wedges and some, um, noise. But for us, we are just recognizing like how, how do we go to that next level in sound? Mm-hmm. How do we go to that next level as a worship team? Um, you know, uh, just in terms of hearing each other and whatever else. And so we started just kind of brainstorming, you know, okay, what would it take to do these in-ears? And I, I talked with a couple, you know, guys, uh, who are really, you know, into sound and, you know, kind of tech geeky, whatever. And we just started talking, you know, like, okay, well, if we got this and we got this, and then, you know, we, we bought, uh, these, um, elite core, uh, personal monitor mixer mixers, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so we started kind of figuring out the cost and realizing, okay, well, you know, we could actually afford this if, if we get like the, you know, the framework, the, the actual building pieces mm-hmm. of it. And then we can just kind of add to that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we started doing. And, um, you know, so at this point now we have five, we have five, uh, you know, monitor, personal monitor mixers and, and in-ears and stuff. And, um, uh, I mean, it's been, it's been the difference, uh, has, I mean, it's been, it's been noticeable even mm-hmm. for people who aren't in the sound, really? you know, even for people who, uh, like, you know, like Scott Devaney, accountants, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even he's like, yeah, you know, it just sounded like different. I mean, he didn't yeah. know what, like he couldn't articulate it, mm-hmm. uh, but he just knew it, it, it sounded different. You know, there was a different sound. There wasn't as, as it was clear, like Good. it wasn't as muddy, Good, yeah. you know? And that's the biggest thing. You get all that stage volume, everything's muddy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you're having to like blast the front of house to try mm-hmm. to even get a decent sound. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, anyways, so that that's kind of a quick synopsis of our experience so far. Yep. So now you got the nice, the nice new speakers and the in-ear mm-hmm. monitor system, and yeah, one step at and, a time. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was it was three Easter's ago, maybe four Easter's ago. We we uh, upgraded our our sound system, mm-hmm. got new amps, you know, some great QSD digital amps. Uh, we got some great EAW uh, front of house speakers. And so then this is, you know, obviously the next logical mm-hmm. step. And AG put those in for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, I guess the next logical step after this, David and I were actually <laughs> talking about, would be for us to get like a like a new board, like a digital, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mixing board that actually comes with all these, you know, outboard gears like EQ and, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, compressors and, and that All kind built of, right in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, and that's, that's a lot more the route we went. Um, we had an old Mackie, so we didn't have the nice big Allen and Heath board like you guys had. Right, yeah. We had the the thirty two channel Mackie, yeah, simple. that uh, that had about four channels that were bad on it. So, <laughs> um, so we were looking, we were needing a new a new board, and um, we already had uh, with the Mackie, which had six oxes on it. We had already kind of been running to a headphone amp and running um, in ears that way, but mm. it but it was always spending like half of the practice time because the sound guy would getting, have to yeah. mix the the in ears yeah so we're always stopping hey can you add turn this up bring you know turn that down turn that up turn, you know so you spend half your practice yeah. talking to the sound guy and of course he he can't even really even hear it's not like it's right. not like he can even you know adjust it to the point where where he's like oh yeah you know i hear that you might need more right, of this yeah, because yeah. it's in your ears yeah and um and even if he could it was it wouldn't be like in, you know in touch with what you were wanting to hear anyway. I mean, he might be able to, to turn up the electric guitar so he could hear it in your mix, but you know, it's way too much for what you were wanting, you know, whatever that is. But, um, so we, um, at, at our last church, we had in the room that we renovated, I think we talked about that on the podcast way back. Yeah, I think so. Um, we had gotten this. Yeah. I remember talking about the pre-sonus board we got then. This was, it was the first generation, kind of the first model of the studio live console. And it, I just loved it at mm-hmm. that time. And, um, and so now a couple of years later, they've released their second generation, which had a 32 channel. The first one only had the 24, 24. channel. That was the biggest they made. And so, um, they had just released this 32 channel board. And so, um, you know, we were looking, well, it'd be nice to do, um, in-ear monitors Yeah, and, and, but we really also need a new soundboard and there's no way we could do all of that. It's way too expensive for for us. And so we're like, Hey, this is perfect because we can get, we, it has 14 oxes. Wow. And you can control them all with your iPhone. So, so people can come in, bring in their iPhone, pull up the app and, and get onto their ox and turn stuff up and down. You can label all the channels on the app. So, so they can just read the label and they know what to turn up and down. It's not mm-hmm. just a number or something. And, and then we've got enough, more than enough oxes to feed our bands and yeah. your monitors. And if you want, you can do stereo so you could pair two of the auxes together and get a stereo. Um, so that, so that kind of limits you to seven if you wanted to do that. But, um, and then so, you were saying on top of that, you, you send one of those auxes like out into like the, like the foyer entryway, right, yeah, right? Yeah. And you're saying like the sound guy can actually take his iPhone and literally mix the, mix the sound. Yeah. Funny thing on that though. Um, 
one, I was back there one day and I took my iPhone out there. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to go out and just check on the mix in the lobby. So I pull up the thing and I'm like, I'm turning stuff up and down and nothing's happening. I'm like, oh, oh no, where are you, you getting someone else's mix? Yeah, I was messing with the worship leader's monitor mix. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, dude, what's going on with my ears? I mean, and I was turning stuff all the way up oh, and all the way man. down to try and figure out why it's not coming through the, <laughs> the lobby. He's like, whoever's <laughs> messing with my ears, stop it. Yeah, I had to go up and apologize to him. Afterwards. Oh, that is funny. It was, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. But, and, and, uh, I mean, he obviously he knew he knew something was going on, right? Because like his mix kept going all crazy. Yeah. Like, did, what, was did he say anything to you? Was he like, I was wondering what happened? No, I just I just told him what had happened, and he said I knew some somebody was doing something. I just didn't know who. That was funny. Uh, but That's yeah, funny. so you, you can take your. You can take your iPhone out there and mix, or you know, the iPad. You can actually control the whole soundboard from your iPad. Mm. So you can take your iPad out. You could go sit, literally, go sit with your wife in the chair and sit there and mix everything and turn stuff on and off and do your whole your whole job as a sound man from the iPad sitting right there in the audience. Wow, yeah, and, and so you don't you don't even need to be at the board nope. to run front of house like you. Yeah, see that's cool. And and uh, point point being, you know, we. We had already kind of, you know, launched and, and moved forward with uh, the in-ears we were getting. You know, we already have a really good um, Allen and Heath board, you know, like like we're happy mm-hmm. with it. I mean, it's kind of an older board in the sense that, you know, it's analog, nothing digital. Yeah, but it's not the old analog that nobody wants. It's the old analog that everybody would like to still have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a great board. Yeah. You know, Allen and Heath has got, a, you know, adjustable bandwidth EQ. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got it's got some great, great mm-hmm. stuff to it. Um, you know, you can you can uh, group, you know, you can uh, 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 do memory groups and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Anyway, the point I'm making is um, so, you know, we'd already kind of went, went ahead and, you know, got the monitors we needed because we didn't need a new board. And that was great. But... Like I said, I'm thinking forward, forward thinking if, if there comes that time in the next five to 10 years, um, and what you got there, your, your pre sonus that actually, you know, the digital thing, controlling it with the iPad, controlling it with your, your iPhone, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can actually each person can mix it, you know, 14 different mixes. I mean, that, that that's a great way to go. I mean, if I, if I had to do it all over again, um, I mean, I, I probably still do what we did just because, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with our board and all the rest. But if I was looking for a new board, I mean, that's that's the way mm-hmm. to go, right? Yeah. And I mean, and another thing that's nice about it that I like, because we had Aviom at, at the other churches and um, the, the things I never liked about the Aviom systems were, for one, you only have 16 channels. Mm. So you have to choose... What sixteen? What sixteen yeah. you want, and um, you know, so like usually your drummer gets gets stuck not getting to get all of his mics in there because you're not going to put eight mics in when right. you only have sixteen, you know, and so, um, so you you're limited in that way, and then the compression, like the the hearing protection compression on the Avi- Aviom, because it have a built in compressor, so you don't hurt your ears. But it would really it would kick in really easily and really squash the sound in a really nasty ugly way Mm. and so it would be really hard and then you know how everybody you know they kind of play one way at practice and then you get up in front of everybody and and yeah they they play like more aggressively or whatever and so um so then your mix totally changes 
And if you're in the Aviom system, you know, all of a sudden you've got things really hitting that compressor hard. And Mm -hmm. so totally squashes your mix and you lose all the definition that you had in practice. And so you're forced to try to remix everything Mm -hmm. when on the spot during the worship service. Well, and I'll just say, just put a little plug in for it. So we got the elite core, um, personal mixes, which, um, you know, we, uh, we did a lot of research between the Aviom and the elite core Mm -hmm. And one of the things that helped us land to the Elite Core, first of all, is with the Elite Core, I mean, very, very user-friendly, very simple. It, it's essentially, it's got 16 knobs, and for 16 channels, you know, you don't have to, like, select yeah, and, that's you know, nice. do all that. Um, it, it's, it's in a much durable case. Like, it's not, a pl- like, a blue, you know, cheap plastic, you know, that mm-hmm. blue and black plastic deal. Right. Like, it, it's made out of, you know, nice heavy metal and all the rest. But... It has its own compression knob, so you can control the compression. Mm-hmm. And it's got its own ambient mic built in, so you can That's control nice, ambient yeah. stuff as well. Um, you know, so uh, so that that was some of the stuff that helped us. And, we, you know, I've been really happy with the Elite Core. How do you like the ambient mic? Have you... Yeah, you know, um, it's, not, it's not as helpful for, um, like, when the whole band is going, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not as helpful in that case because... It's essentially just picking up, you know, whatever's nearby. So, right. like for me, I, I'm getting a lot of piano. You know, mm-hmm. if the drummer turns up, you know, his ambient mic, <laughs> right. he's just going to hear drums. <laughs> but it's really helpful for, I mean, even in between stuff. You know, like if, if someone's up there sharing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, or if you're, or if you're trying to, you know, just kind of, you know, how there's that disconnect when you have yeah. the in ears. There's that disconnect of like you aren't quite with the audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Ami mic is helpful for that, even right. like on those quiet breakdown times, you know, I crank it, I crank that thing up mm-hmm. and you actually hear people singing, yeah, you know, nice. so some of that stuff. Yeah. Cause on the Avium, you always had to add in. Yeah. They add in like an audience. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that, so that, then that takes up one of your Another channels. channel. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I don't, if you're, if you're thinking about buying a system personally, unless they've changed a lot. I would stick stay away from the Aviom stuff and and move towards. It sounds like the Elite Core. Yeah, I've been happy. Um, or the pre or your, the pre The pre you- Yeah, if you could do that, uh, that was and that was the that was the kicker for us before. Was that if we were going to spend four thousand dollars on an on an in ear monitor system from scratch, then why not spend four thousand dollars on a board that does all of that and we just get some headphone amps and we're good. Yeah. And so that was kind of because it's that's the thing that's great about the PreSonus is it's really cheap for a digital board. The the no two kidding. downsides of it are um it doesn't have motorized faders, which isn't a big deal. And it doesn't the 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 gain pots are analog, not digital. You can you can save the position of them but with both the fader and the knobs, you can choose to save save the position of it in the scene if you want. Mm. But um, if that knob is then moved from, like, say, you in scene four, you save the knob at at um, save the scene at ten o'clock with the knob at ten o'clock. That knob stays yeah. there, and then it, you then somebody the next week comes in and brings up scene three, and they have to turn that knob up to two o'clock. Wow. And so then the next week you come back to scene four, and that that pot is saved at ten o'clock, and then somebody just goes to touch it just even a little bit. It's going to jump right to where the knob is. Okay. And so you could go from ten o'clock to two o'clock, or so, like from so six it, to you know. <laughs> but but it will it will save it at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you touch it, it it, it jumps 
to where it's at. Yeah. To wherever the knob is. And so okay. like, if you, if you haven't touched a knob and you just want to make a little adjustment during the service and it was saved at 10 and the knob is at two and you just want to back it off a little bit, you could have a huge immediate jump in volume, yeah. which would be pretty distracting. So that's kind of a bummer you have to be aware of. But well, man, we're, we're already out of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. we, we could, uh, we could do a two parter on this because <laughs> I mean, I, I still, I still haven't even gotten into like the, uh, like the, um, you know, just even like the, the theoretical, like even the philosophy stuff of the in-ears and how to, how to work. Like the hardest thing for me was working through that disconnect with the audience, mm-hmm. you know? So we could talk yeah. about this later. All right. So let's do uh we'll, we'll, we'll stop now and we'll do part two right now but we'll, <laughs> you we'll won't hear it for over. another couple of weeks <laughs> but um yeah so make sure you go check us out online www.worshipmysterycatalyst.com and you can like us on facebook.com slash wm catalyst you're probably going to want to be over there soon because we're going to be doing another giveaway oh the new david crowder album Dude. we're going to be giving that away that's sweet and so so make sure you're checking out the website for that and uh we'll have to talk about that, that the next yeah. episode yeah so um and then twitter.com slash wm catalyst so Three six zero eight one eight four three three nine. If you want to call and leave a leave a goofy voicemail, uh, the craziest, crazy, crazier the better, and uh, we can get it on the air for you. But thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.